Hello, Kinderlach. Here is an amazing story. A story about how to be sensitive to others. You ever heard of the great tzaddik Reb Chaim of Tzanz? The Tzanzarov. He's known as the Tzanzarov. He was a great Hasidic Rebbe and a Rav of the city of Tzanz. He had a brother whose name was Rebbe Vigdor. He's not so known. Rebbe Chaim of Tzanz is very known. But Rebbe Vigdor, his brother, is, is less known. He was a Rav in a city. He was also a Tzaddik, very special Jew. But uh, he wasn't famous. But people heard about him. He was uh, considered a, a very important Rav. And he would travel sometimes from town to town to raise some money for his yeshiva and for the shul and for the, maybe for some poor families in his community. He would go and raise money. So he traveled from city to city in Poland. One day he came to a city and he was supposed to stay there for Shabbos. And he was hosted, he was invited to stay one of the richest people in the, ta- in the, in the town. And they made a very nice room for him and he stayed there for Shabbos. Now it came Shabbos to, during the meals, Friday night, everything went well. Then Shabbos day, as you know, we eat cholent. It's a very special minhag, a custom for Jews to eat hot cholent. Now the minhag in that city was that if you, there was a very special guest, like a rov, a very important person, a tzaddik, a rebbe would come to the town, then they would honor him with giving out the cholent to everybody at the table. That was an honor. Today, nobody does that, but in those days, that was considered a very special COVID, an honor for the guest, if he's, especially if he's a big rov, and a tzaddik, a rebbe, they would give him the honor that he would sit next to the pot, and that he would take from the pot and put into everybody's plate a little bit of challenge. So they wanted to honor this great rov, Rabbi Vigdor, Rabbi Vigdor Halberstam, that was his last name, and they honored him with giving out the challenge. No, uh, first you take for yourself, and then you give out to everybody else. No, Rabbi Victor took, put a little bit in his plate, and then he tasted a little bit, and then he tasted more, and then he ate more, and he ate more, and he finished his plate. And then instead of giving to everybody challenge, he started dishing out with the, with the ladle some more challenge for himself and put another big plate of challenge. He started eating and eating and eating and eating. And everybody's waiting and waiting. They're hungry. They want to have challenge. But they didn't want to respect. They were very respectful to Rabbi Vigdor. So they um, let him finish his plate. He finished his plate. And they thought, okay, now he's going to give out challenge to everybody. But boy, were they surprised. <laughs> Rabbi Vigdor started dishing out another plate of challenge for himself. And he started eating and eating and eating. And he ate it all up. And then when he finished, again... And he finished like this, this entire pot of chalent. He asked, is there more chalent in the kitchen? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't bring out the whole chalent. We brought out like a big part of the chalent. He said, well, I want more. I want more. So they brought out the, the, the other part of the chalent, the other pot. It had been in a big bowl. And he started again putting into his plate, finished off the whole plate, and then put more into his plate and more into his plate. People were wondering, this is a rov. A tzaddik? He's fressing, he's not eating. Fressing, you know what fressing means? Fressing is not a nice thing to do. This is something that people who are not very good, very refined, 
do. They all they know is eat and eat and eat and eat the whole day. They don't eat Lashem Shamayim. They don't eat because when you eat, you get strong so you can serve Hashem yeah, with great excitement. No, they, they eat because they enjoy the eating. And not only do they enjoy the eating, all they do all day is fresh and fresh and fresh. Right? Even people that are not Rabbanim also don't do that. Especially Yerov. But he looks like a fresher. He kept eating and eating and eating so much. This is very surprising. Maybe he's a fake. Maybe he's not really a Rav. Maybe he's not really a Tzadik. Who, which Tzadik, which Rebbe, which Rav eats so much? A Rav eats a little bit. Only what he needs to be strong. And here he is, eating and eating. He's fressing away. People were very surprised. But he finished the second part, the entire challenge for everything. And that's it. There was no more challenge. People looked at the Rav and they couldn't understand what was going on. But the Rav didn't say a word. And they wouldn't dare ask him. They were, you know, very respectful, so they wouldn't ask him questions. If the Rav does this, probably he has a reason. Uh, unless he's a fresser. It is a fake. So, but nobody dared to say a word. Shabbos was over. And uh, the day uh, Sunday came. And the Rav, Rabbi Vigdor, and a few of his helpers, his gaboim, right, his secretaries, they were with him. And they left town, you know, they, they finished what they had to do, and they left town. On the way out of town, uh, Rabbi Vigdor's helpers were a little bit puzzled by the whole thing, what just happened here. They never saw the Rebbe eat so much. It, it didn't make sense, right? He, the Rebbe was always eat very little, very little, tiny bit. He suddenly is fressing away the entire pot and another pot. They couldn't understand what happened. So one of the Talmudim, one of the people that was traveling with him said, Rebbe, um, can you please explain what happened yesterday on Shabbos when you took that pot and you fressed away? The, I mean, it was so embarrassing. Everybody was looking at you. Are you really a Rav? Are you really a Tzaddik? Are you really a Rebbe? Who eats like that? Only Grobe Jungen, only like you know, people that are not very good people, not very refined. They fress and fress and fress. But you, you looked like that, and they, 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 people were very surprised. Can you explain? We're sure there was some deeper meaning that you had. And Rabbi Vigga says, you, I can tell the story. I didn't want to tell them, but I'll tell it to you. Now that we're leaving town anyways, I'll tell you what happened. When I took the first bite of Cholent, I immediately smelled and tasted gasoline. Like, uh, you know, like the, what you burn things. Apparently, there was a maid, a Jewish maid. She was an orphan. She didn't have any parents. And she was very poor. And they, their family, they hired her and gave her a place to sleep. And they gave her a home. And they gave her some food every day so she had a place to live. But she, by mistake, instead of putting vinegar in the chalant, which sometimes people put a little bit of vinegar, she accidentally got the wrong bottle and put kerosene. It wasn't benzene, it wasn't gasoline, it was kerosene. You know, people used to light candles with kerosene in the olden days, right? You put a little, it's, it's like gasoline, but it's a little different, and it burns, it makes, it makes fire. So she took the wrong bottle and she put kerosene into the chalant, it was awful. But I didn't want to make any faces. I pretended it's very geschmack, very tasty. I knew if the family finds out that this maid had made this terrible mistake and she put 
kerosene into the chalent, they would have been very angry at her. She was very sensitive. She was get very. She would get very hurt. And you know, to hurt an orphan, a yesayma, a woman who doesn't have any parents, and she's very poor and she's very sensitive. And then maybe they would have fired her, told her she has to leave because she messed up the chalent. So I decided I'm going to do something to protect her. I decided to eat the chalent myself, pretend that it's so gishmak. I enjoy it so much that I want more and more and more. And I forgot to give everybody else. I forgot to give everybody else. And I know that people thought that I was a fake and I was just this, this, this fresser. This, this love was fressing away. Let him think I'm a fresser. Let him think I'm a fake. Let him think I'm a low life. Let him think anything about me. But I wanted to protect the feelings of this poor girl who made this mistake. The Talmudim, when they heard this, when the Talmudim heard this, they were amazed. They were amazed how this tzaddik was so sensitive to the feelings of a simple, poor, simple, poor, ignorant maid. But she had feelings. Kinderlach, you got to learn from this. You see a boy in class, a girl in class, and they're like not so feeling so well, and they're feeling a little bit down. Be nice to them. Don't hurt their feelings. For sure don't hurt their feelings. You know, show sympathy. Show that you care for them. Help them with whatever they need.